1: And welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, according to MediaKicks.com, Facebook Live videos are watched four times longer than regular videos. And Livestream.com confirms that 81% of internet audiences viewed more live content in 2016 than they did in 2015. Now, are you leveraging live streaming or for that matter, are you building your online speaker presence by leveraging many of the social media platforms we now have at our fingertips? Now, if you find social media a little overwhelming you are going to love the information today's guest is going to share in fact thought leaders and innovative businesses go to her when they are in need of social media wisdom, strategy and amplification. Joining me on today's show is Laura Rubenstein. Laura is the founder of Social Buzz Club, the gamified content sharing platform and influencer network. She stepped into the world of marketing well over 20 years ago and she has helped more than 1,000 brands optimize their social media marketing with cutting edge strategies. As a certified hypnotherapist, she uses both her insight about human motivations and branding to craft messages that magnetize markets. And her profit-generating strategies, her services, and popular blog at transformtoday.com make her a highly sought after speaker and consultant. Now on today's show, Laura's going to share social media do's and don'ts to make sure your social media presence is speaker ready. She'll also be talking about ways to find speaking opportunities, as well as how to get speaking requests to come to you and so much more. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi, thanks for having me, Emory. This is such a great topic and I know with all the changes and all the advancements of social media technologies and platforms it can become very overwhelming for businesses who want to really leverage speaking to grow their business. So it's great to be able to spend some time with you today. So talk a little bit about social media do's and don'ts. And reason being is that often we are taught what we should be doing but not often what we shouldn't be doing and we can quite often be creating a presence that It's not really brand-worthy and certainly not speaker-ready, yes?
0: Yes, absolutely. We definitely want those listening, want to make their presence online speaker-ready. Definitely go to your social media and we want to talk about how are you presenting yourself on your profiles sites like LinkedIn and LinkedIn in particular is a way to showcase yourself. So you wanna make sure you're not exaggerating and at the same time, you wanna showcase your expertise. So you wanna ensure that you have, you're speaking from the point of view of serving and what's in it for them. Mm -hmm. A lot of marketers talk about the WIIFM, And what that means is when someone's reading your profile, for example, on LinkedIn, even in Facebook, on your about page, uh, your personal or your brand business page, uh, you have the opportunity to capture them. What they're reading for and what they're really going to resonate with is what's in it for them. Yes. Not why am I hot stuff, <laughs> you know? Do you find that a lot of
1: online profiles really do come from a position of I'm this and I've won that many awards and I've spoken here. It really does come across too much focused on me, 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 me. It
0: yeah. is and it's no fault of the people. That, no. You know, most people think about um, LinkedIn, and for example, as a resume site. Yeah. You, that people are not used to thinking as a marketer nor are they used to thinking as their market. And I like to say how you think is not how your market thinks. Mm -hmm. You're the expert. Yes, you wanna showcase your expertise, but I also have another saying that's, they can't hear you if you're not listening. Yeah. So if you don't really deeply and completely get who they are, and not only that, can articulate that you get who they are in such a way, they won't even be interested. Mm -hmm. And then there's the exaggeration. factor that people want to say, I can get you you know, they go for the greed. You want to make all this money? You know, you've got to hire me or something mm. like that.
1: Let's talk about the what's in it for me because I think mm-hmm. that sometimes we can assume that this is presenting the information in a way that an event organizer or, or someone that's a decision maker who, who's going to speak is is viewing the, the content, but often it's not. What are some of the things that you've seen done really well or you've supported your clients in really reshaping, recrafting the information on their profile that really does provide an inner what's in it for me as an example we had a speaker who loved talking about women and leadership what would be some of the things that she could do to really position her content her profile as a what's in it for them
0: well more than thinking about what she speaks about think about what are the event planners that she the events she wants to speak at mm-hmm. wanting so who are the event planners who want speakers on women and leadership yeah okay are they women's conferences are they corporate level conferences first you must know who's gonna who you want to attract don't worry about everybody think about who you want and then if you were in the room with that person and they were interviewing you or you had an opportunity to have five minutes with them what would you make sure you let them know and again, it shouldn't be the me, me, me. I'm the best thing since sliced bread. It should be, what am I going to do for you and your audience? What is their pain point? What are they struggling with that you can make them look really good as an event planner? Mm -hmm. Do they need to attract more audience? Do they have to engage the audience? Do they have to get rave reviews from the talks? Are they looking for high content because they've got criticized in the past that all they had was fluff? So you want to make sure that if you know, and, and a great way to do this, by the way, is interview a few event planners. It's kind of a stealth marketing tool as well, you can go to some event planners that you'd really like to speak at their events and say, hey, I know you're booked for your event this year, but I'm trying to get to understand what event planners really want, and I'm doing some research so I can bring out the best programs for you know organizations like yourself. Could I ask you a couple of pointed questions? And You can either do it over email, you could do it via a survey, or you can call them up and see if you can reach them. You can also reach out on LinkedIn and see if they'd be willing to have a five-minute conversation with you and ask them. What's the thing you worry about most when bringing on a speaker? I
1: love that. You really do get the insights, don't you, on some of the issues that they're dealing with. And if you can then really, through the content that you're sharing on your profile and other information, uh, really confirm that this is either what you do or don't do, then that really has your foot in the door. That's something that you really do stand out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely want to know that and you want to put that in your about section. If you're serious about being hired as a speaker, what do audiences and organizations gain Mm -hmm. by um, having you at their company, you know, a speaker, their organization, and you put that right into the about section, you know, as a speaker, I bring blah, 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 Mm -hmm. to help you do this, or have you ever wanted to See your events filled with standing ovations. Have you want and only if it is true, right? Yes. Do you want high content? Do you want somebody who can engage an audience really well right after lunch, you know, and not put them to sleep? Yeah. So I'm making up a few things that event planners might have concerns about. If you want to make their job easy. You can even say that I make your job easy by being on time, by being prepared. I, you know, have this much experience and have worked in this larger audience and you're doing it because you're not saying because i'm great you're saying this because I will make your life easier.
1: Valuable content. And I think also too, showing the fact that you have, maybe you're not going to disclose that you've researched, but I think as a speaker, if you demonstrate that you really do care about the event that's being put on and ultimately the value that you offer and you've done that research, it's you going that extra step, isn't it? Going that extra (laughs) mile to make sure that the experience for all parties concerned is going to to, to be the the best. Talking about the about, we know that really important important something that I thought too you know talking about how to present information I think third-party validation is also really good and often not really leveraged. speak a little bit about recommendations and on LinkedIn and, and testimonials it's a great way for them to to bring information across that you know other event organizers are going to be looking for yes
0: Yes, it's huge. Um, LinkedIn has this wonderful feature. Facebook has reviews feature as well. Um, But you definitely want to get great LinkedIn recommendations. In fact, if you go to my website, transformtoday.com, and you search for best LinkedIn recommendations, I have a fabulous article that teaches you exactly how to get great recommendations. Because if you just put it out there to somebody you spoke with or, you know, to an organization, hey, would you mind, you know, recommending me? you might get a nice recommendation that Mm -hmm. says, oh, she's a delightful speaker and we loved her and we hope to have her back. But wouldn't it be better if it was a recommendation like audience members were talking about it for days, we found a whole shift in the organization because of blah, 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 and here's the actual shift that happened if you're that kind of a speaker, or you know, she was the highlight of the conference and here's why. You want a specific results-oriented recommendation and I give you the formula in that blog post how to do that but it's critical you should have it on your website you should have you know testimonials and and recommendations on your website on your about pages in the review sec- area and the recommendation area and if by any chance you can get a video testimonial even better. Mm. Because I know when we're approaching,
1: well, in an event coordinator, um, we can often be a little bit apprehensive. So this template, I think, is going to be extremely valuable. And it also helps them provide the right information. They often want to do the best, give the best testimonial, but they're not often sure how to do that. So supporting them and being able to give you the right content is certainly going to be valuable. So, Laura, we've spoken about a little bit about the About section on LinkedIn, which I think we've demonstrated. is so very important don't focus it on me 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 but rather the value you offer and how you can really continue to to create an experience and deliver the content that the event coordinators know their audience is going to want to learn, learn, learn more about you've talked about recommendations what about situations with experience would you then list some of the places that you've spoken or are there other sections on say LinkedIn that you really can can provide a little bit more feedback about where you've spoken
0: well, you certainly can put an experience section in, uh, you know, like a job that says speaker and you can mm. list where you've spoken in there. I also recommend a, recommend you use video. You opened up the show today with a great statistic about how live video is very engaging yes. and and video in general. All platforms now have a live streaming, <laughs> mm. basically. Now, that means you can easily record video. You can upload video just as easily, too. And in that particular job role as speaker, you can put in a video. That demonstrates it you can put it on your website as well you can put on your Facebook you can put it on Twitter you can put it everywhere and I highly recommend you do very strategically put your videos of demonstrating your speaking experience on there along with a list of organizations you have spoken with Um, Especially if there are some really key ones in there, highlight those Mm. as well. Of course, you've got to do that. You you know, it helps your credibility. Yes.
1: Something that you also mentioned about, you know, at the beginning of the show was that review your online presence, your online bios. And so often we may have different changes. We we have evolution in our business. We might change our focus. It's so very important to make sure that our platforms across various social media, um, you know, platforms are similar that we have updated them because quite often we
0: can forget to do that, can't we? Yeah, and your website. Don't yeah. forget your website. You definitely should have a speaking tab on your website with a, with the description uh, of the topics you talk about uh, as well as a downloadable speaker one sheet. These things are all proving like you're ready and available, know what you're doing, you're organized, um, and a very proactive for speakers yeah. uh, for people's hiring speakers mm-hmm. fantastic
1: Now, just getting back to the the live streaming we've heard with the statistics that it really is a great way and people are watching far more content if, if it's live streamed what are some of the things that we need to be aware of because whilst it may be very easy to just pick up our smartphone and shoot a live video we really do want to maintain that presence don't we particularly if we are positioning ourselves to key decision makers and for event coordinators what are some maybe some do's and
0: don'ts around video well I don't think it can hurt you if you're authentic mm. do you have to be perfectly polished every time you go on live stream no I think people get that they get the essence of your personality they see you're willing to be out there they see you're getting views and you're popular that's great would I do it at a party and, you know, where you're kind of being out of your norm or whatever and it's not really who you are as a brand, then no. Do But you don't have to be perfect. The the day of perfect polished video is long gone. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Thank goodness. And for a speaker sizzle reel, yeah, you might want a really nice one or two or three or series of of pre-made, but live streaming is authentic and it's in the moment and it, they get to see who you are. Mm. You could even go on, hey, I want to make this live stream. I don't know who's going to join me, but I'm a speaker. And in case there's any event planners out there, I wanted to let you know something. It could be anything like what we talked about earlier. I just got off the phone with an event planner and what I learned was how challenging it can be to keep people in the room after lunch and i have a solution i have a tip for you i have a this i have a that or you could go on and and give tips in your field of expertise to your regular audience and then let a event planner know hey by the way i just did this video thought you would find it helpful given that you have a conference coming up on you know travel in um in africa and mm-hmm. then maybe you're a travel speaker you yeah. know so Brilliant, and
1: thank you so much on behalf of everyone that's listening to the show for giving us permission to not have to be perfect. And before we did the interview, you said to me, "I'll just disclose." You said, "Is this video?" And I said, "No, it's just audio." One of the reasons is I say to people, I love audio podcasting because you never have a bad hair day. But one of the things that you mentioned about just be authentic, I recently did a Facebook live, and then I popped it across to my blog, and I was actually found by someone um, who then hired me to to speak. And I remember thinking when she said, oh, "I've been to your website." that live my hair was sitting all you know not as not how I would have wanted it put it that way but you're right the authenticity you know your characteristics your mannerisms when you really want to bring that value comes through and that can just speak volumes can't it to a potential event coordinator
0: Absolutely. And, and here's the brilliance in what you did, Anne-Marie. It's that you were there. You're, yeah. you're showing up and you're putting new content and you're creating a dynamic presence. People want to know that you've been there. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see a ghost town when they go to your social media. Yes. It's okay? so important. So, yeah. you know The fact that you're vibrant, you're alive, you're, you're being creative, you're putting out valuable content, you're doing your thing and helping people, they want more of that. Yeah. That's who they want.
1: And we can often be our worst critic, can't we? And people just wouldn't notice it. So it's like, ladies, we need to get over ourselves and just get this brilliant content out there so that we can really bring and and make an an impact to the world with our message. Laura, that's been so, so valuable, sharing all of those things. If we started to do that regularly, consistently, I mean, my goodness, our profiles would just explode globally. Let's talk about some of the ways to find speaking opportunities because I know this can be often a challenge as well for people.
0: Yeah. Especially if you're a newer speaker, it's like, where do you start? Mm-hmm. Well, um, and even if you're a seasoned speaker, there are groups on Facebook that you can join that have opportunities that people regularly post for being on podcasts, for being on virtual summits, for being local. they yeah. can be local events, networking events. You can join these groups on Facebook and LinkedIn in particular. Um, make sure you have your profile optimized as we talked about because you'll be found by others. Now, New speakers might go and look up on social media, local groups, those local networking groups. It could be, and it could also be a great place to cut your teeth is Rotary. Mm. You can't really pitch to Rotary, which is great because you don't want to. You want to practice your speaking. You want to get your confidence and you never know who you're going to meet. What kind of influencer is going to be there who can introduce you to somebody outside of their Rotary group. So Rotaries, there's Toastmasters if you need to buff up your skills and You might be able to get mentored by other people who are actually out there professionally speaking. And of course, we are Women's Speakers Association doing that. We give, get people opportunities. We help make them visible. We we show them how to find more speaking engagements. There are so many ways. I also like if you're a local, if you're looking to speak locally and there's a meetup.com presence with various meetups in your area, the ones that are relevant to your field of expertise, whether it's health and wellness uh, meetups or business meetups, you might be able to speak, uh, contact the organizer and let them know, hey, I'd love to present this topic to your group. There's so many ways to find organizations that want speakers. Absolutely. And I think if we follow
1: the process and the steps that you shared earlier about really understanding our audience, what they're struggling with, the value that they're looking, what they're looking for is, is in support, and we provide them when we reach out, we can share that, look, this is really an area that I'm passionate about speaking about, and this is what I can can offer. That in itself will be, yes, when can you come? We've got a meeting next month or, or whatever it is. They're always looking for, for great speakers, aren't they?
0: Mm-hmm. So bottom line, stock people, event planners on social media. And I don't mean that in a weird way. Mm. I mean that in a professional networking way. Reach out to people who are heads of organizations and are event planners and say, if you're ever looking for a speaker, you know, I'm available. And that's usually not the first thing you're going to say. But first thing you want to do is the first rule of networking, which is give first. Yeah. So when you connect to somebody, you always say, hey, You know, I thought this might be valuable. So bringing me back to the beginning when I was saying, hey, you could record a live stream with some valuable tips. Think about what would be valuable for those event planners for you to share with them and then record a video for them. Like think about one in particular and record a video and then you can send that link to them. I was thinking about you, thought you might enjoy this. Find It doesn't even have to be a a video with you in it to start building that relationship. But that's really how you have to do it is start building relationships. It's called outreach. And you use that first rule of networking to give first and continually give until it makes sense to say, if you ever need someone, especially if you've given and given and they say, thank you, how can I support you? Mm. Then you can say, well, if you ever have a need for a speaker, know that I'm your gal or Guy.
1: And you know, when when we we are um, experts or building our reputation as thought leaders, as specialists in certain areas, no doubt, as we've said, is so important to create articles, to fa- do Facebook lives. So if we are observing and monitoring the, the Twitter feeds, the conversations going on LinkedIn and various social media platforms, if someone asks a question or wants to know a little bit more information, you can always um, participate in that conversation by that giving aspect, which is so very important, and then say, look, this this is an article or here's a resource that I think you could find really valuable and share that openly. And, and that is going to, A, provide incredible value, but also show that you're someone who speaks around that topic. And that really could open the door for further conversations down the track, can't it?
0: Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can do articles that talk about things that happened at speaking engagements. Yeah. I was doing the speaking engagement and this happened and here's how we handled it. Or I was asked to do this at the last minute and I was happy to do so moral of the story is be prepared blah 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 you know and then you're proving yourself I'm a prepared speaker right Yes, (laughs) absolutely and you know
1: what I have found and would love um, to get your feedback on this too even on LinkedIn I've shared a number of behind the scenes again strategically people love the behind the scenes so you speaking or or being introduced or whatever it is and it's incredible the amount of engagement and participation participation
0: and comments that that generates through the community that you're building yes it's that authenticity piece that you referred to earlier and that gave me an idea why not if you're really well prepared for a certain uh gig you know before you get to it say hey i'm really excited i'm somewhat nervous i'm on my way to the speaking engagement it's for this group and um, they're really awesome people and they're experts in this. And so you now you're showcasing that brand, whoever mm. that organization you're speaking to. And, and they put on this amazing uh, summit. And I'm excited to speak to them. And I'll let you know how it goes. But wish me luck. And yeah. here's what I'm excited to talk to them about. And I sure hope it goes great little behind the scenes for you I'm here I just got dressed it's about an hour before blah blah whatever it is Mm -hmm. you know just thought I'd share my process with you in case it helps anyone I'm using it to calm my nerves right now or whatever's authentic it's okay to cop to your nervous that means you're really committed to doing a great job so anybody who is worried about being worried (laughs) or nervous should take a deep breath know that that's a good thing that vulnerability it really
1: does lend it just works so well, doesn't it? Because I think the community that's following you and that you're building we resonate with that we get it we understand it so we're there wanting to support and it's such a a great way i know for me sometimes you know when i am going to speak uh, uh, my my head is just focused on you know calming the nerves what i'm gonna you know all of that i think what would be really helpful for me as you're sharing this laura is just to have a little bit of a list just to remind me do this do this do this do this just as some ideas so that i am prompted or maybe if you've got an assistant or someone that can come with you that can take some of those shots because otherwise we can often just be so in the moment that we think oh I should have done this and this later but obviously the opportunity's gone have you got something like that or you'll be so seasoned you'd know to to do those anyway wouldn't you
0: yeah I love the idea of putting together a list why not yeah. if you can work it in. it's not for everyone I'm not saying everyone can do it we're more brainstorming here Anne-Marie oh, yeah. and you'll find and those listening will find that the right mix will come out for you. Do what resonates. Please don't do anything out of feeling pressured to do it. Um, That will come across wrong. And I hope people are inspired and uplifted to do just a little bit more, optimize their presence a little more, outreach a little more, do a little more video in whatever way feels awesome to them. And if they need help, I'm I'm happy to help reach out to me on LinkedIn or wherever you want. Oh,
1: yeah. And we'll certainly share um, how people can get in contact. And I know that you've got a special uh, gift to give everyone to. We'll share it in a moment. One of the things that many speakers um, really aspire to is getting to that stage where they get inquiries and requests coming to them. What are some of the top
0: tips that you want to share today and how to get speaking requests to come to you? awesome. This is my favorite thing to have happen. And I'm sure it's everybody's favorite thing when somebody in, lands in your inbox and says, I'd like you to come speak to mm-hmm. our group. And you're like, hmm, now I get to say yes or no, right? <laughs> so, and it all starts with the the do's and don'ts we start, started with. It's like, make sure your, your um, presence is optimized because LinkedIn makes it really helps with the linkedin search mm. and make sure you're connecting with as many event planners and or leaders in the organizations that have events that you want to attend and also the audiences of the events like because if you don't have a premium account in particular on linkedin you need more contacts mm-hmm. because you'll you'll show up more and I will cop to this. I do not have a premium account. That may change in the future, but right now I don't. And I never have, actually, up until whenever people are listening to this, most likely. But what I've really focused in on is making connections strategically with people in the industry, okay? Why? In the same industry. Because when other people are searching, if I'm connected to that person that they're connected to there's a higher chance that I'll show up in the search too. And just happened to me yesterday. Somebody sent me, I think it was an email actually, but they found me on LinkedIn and they said, are you available Thursday? That's the day after, that's tomorrow. for To do a speaking engagement Mm -hmm. for us. And I looked at their website and it's a really cool organization. I looked at my calendar (laughs) and if I just reorganized one thing, I could do it. Wow because it's local here Mm -hmm. and it's with top leaders in San Diego, which is where I'm at. And she found me because why I'm connected to the right people. This person is not from my area, but she must have searched for, you know, social media speaker, San Diego. And guess what? My profile has all those words in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so LinkedIn, you know, served up me because I've been connecting with the right people. And that's what you want to do. I optimize the, the profile, your headlines, should include the word speaker in there, if you're ready to get speaking engagers if that's where you're going. And um, you want a strong summary and you want some skills in there as speaker and your keywords that people want speakers for. And then do some research and make sure you're just you're staying engaged. Everything that we've talked about today so far is gonna help people come to you. It's kind of like the sow and reap principle. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sow in one area and you're gonna reap in another. Yeah. So give, give, give. Be excited to give, not because you're gonna get, but it will come back to you. People will want to interview you because you're interesting, because you put out consistent content, because you have value, because you're making a difference in people's lives and businesses. Amazing.
1: Laura, thank you so much. You have provided so many incredible insights. If we implement you know, just half of what you've shared today, I know that we will start to get speaking requests coming in to us. Now, of course, we'll put your details um, on how to connect on LinkedIn. You've spoken about your profile and how it secured you an opportunity to, to speak. Um, people will want to check out what's Laura's profile. So we'll certainly put that. But let me just share this on on the podcast, linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Laura Rubenstein. And Laura, tell us just briefly about the services that you that you offer so that if someone is challenged and wants additional support, they can reach out. And then, of course, the uh, the free gift, the link on how people can
0: access that too. Sure. Well, I'm a digital media marketing and branding strategist. I offer everything from digital media marketing agency services, which means done for you, social media for larger brands, and I do strategic done with you consulting for smaller brands and speakers or who are independent. So, I love helping people optimize their profile and with a message, you know, that Mm -hmm. resonates with their audience, with the WIIFM. I I like to say, find the crave and get the rave. I love it. if, If you find what those event planners are craving, they will be knocking at your door left and right. I mean, the story I gave you today is just one. It happens at least once a week to me that people are asking me to be on a podcast, to show up and and on a virtual conference and or um, in person. So it's possible, it's doable, and it's not by accident. It's from being consistent. Great.
1: And also the link to the free gift is?
0: Okay, so the gift is Find the Crave, How to Magnetize you know, create magnetizing messages or messages that magnetize your audience. And it's at transformtoday.com slash crave book. That's C-R-A-V-E-B-O-O-K. So transformtoday.com slash crave book. And you'll get my formula and how to create those magnetizing messages And I look forward to being in touch with people and watching people's messages evolve. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, Absolutely. So again, thank you so much for coming on the show, Laura. You've certainly shared incredible insights that I know is going to help our speakers build a thriving business through speaking. Thank you once again. You're welcome. Thank you. And remember, to subscribe to the podcast, leave your comment and the biggest aha. I know you've taken many away today. And what's one action that you're going to take to help you build a thriving business through speaking? Let us know so that we can um, support you along the way. You've been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women's Speakers Association. If you're
0: ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.